I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ding dong, merrily on high. Never know bells are ring. Ding dong, merrily on high. It's time for another podcast. It's Matt's is for us. We're having fun. Time to begin. Merry, merry, oh, merry Christmas, Boris. Merry Christmas. Not even December by the time we post this, but. uh, Hello, everyone, and uh, <laughs> welcome to the beginning of our festive shenanigans. Oh, it's going to be all the festivities for the next month on the old Don't Be a Hero podcast. I love it. I love Christmas. How do you like Christmas? I love uh, easily the best time of year. It's fantastic. <laughs> it just fills me with absolute joy. And do you know what? I think my, my love for Christmas has become way more immersive since having kids. Like oh, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, the girls just kind of live and breathe Christmas. Like we have Christmas decorations out, pretty well, not decorations, just like we have a little like tiny Christmas tree, like the one behind me, right? Which is a gorgeous tiny... Christmas tree, man. Thank you very much. That is a very fantastic little <laughs> Christmas tree. I love that. Oh, I appreciate it. But like we have one of these, like those ones, but little artificial tiny Christmas trees that we leave out all year. And, oh. you know, the girls keep asking, you know, when's Christmas? When's Christmas? And here we go. Tis, tis the season. Tis the, tis, the, tis the season for Christmas podcasts, for whatever this is I'm wearing. That oh, is, you look great. It is so comfortable, mate. It's, it's one of those oodies. Udi's. Udi's. Snoody. I think Snoody is the name of the brand, maybe. Right. They are, it, fuck knows, but it, well, it feels nice. Snoody. Look, we'll just and give you some free advertisement there. there. Look. Whoa. Whoa. Forrest is literally modelling your Snoody. Ding dong, merrily on. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ludicrous. Um, yes. So we're back. This we're is, back. It's just us two. It's just a twosome. It's. Oh. it's it fit, it's felt so long. Since, it has. We've we've had been... the last couple of weeks with the wonderful Lee from Lights Camera Rant, and yeah. um, and he's been an absolute joy and a delight, and he's a flipping brilliant dude. He's an absolute legend, and I thoroughly thoroughly encourage all of you to go and listen to his podcast. 100%. Uh, he's a, yeah, he's great. He was great. He's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, we we hit it hard by going, you know, first guest all the way in the, in in Australia. We did. We went straight, straight to literally the other side of the map for us. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. No, no locals for us. We'll nah. go straight over to uh, Australia. But yeah, no. Uh, thank you so much, Lee. Um, mm. Big thanks to you. But um, yeah, back to the two of us. Back to just back the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. There's going to be a lot of singing for the next few weeks. There's a little bit. <laughs> we just love a sing song. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh. Tell you, um, talking, talking of which, singing oh. and songs—that's in a certain Segway. thing that we've just watched. Oh, which... let me ch- 
Let's just let me just step on my segue as you explain it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Segway on its way. Welcome to Destination Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. So, what did you think of it? Oh, do you know what? It's, it, that was, I mean, I watched it a couple of days ago, mm. and it was the first kind of holiday Christmas-esque thing I watched. It put me in the right Christmas mood. It got me jolly. It got me smiling. It got me laughing out loud. It was silly. It was, it was just, it was just, it was perfect for what it needed to be. Yeah. You yeah. know? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It, it, festive. Check. Uh, lots of music because it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Check, check, check. Little nod to the MCU. Tick. All the fantastic characters we expected. Fuck yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I mean, that it's been... I want, maybe it's a bit unfair to say, but maybe it's been fairly mixed. I think I've read quite a few comments on a few threads and Facebook pages, MCU-related Facebook pages I follow, where people have gone, it, oh, it was just lousy, it was it was lame, it didn't feed anything in terms of the future of the Guardians, what's going to be going into Guardians 3. It didn't mm. thread into that. It didn't give any nods to, you know, the past and the future. What, what, was, what was the point? But... Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it more in depth, uh, obviously, in a minute. But like, I, you know, let's just let's just uh, take a chill pill, guys. Oh yeah, it's, it's Christmas. Calm your calm your festive titties. We haven't done this for a while. Yeah. Rotten tomatoes. Oh. What does it say? It says you want me to hit me hit you up with a synopsis. Oh yeah, do that first. Yeah, I'll do that. Do that first, and then because then... you haven't done it for a few weeks, you've I... had a few weeks rest, mate. I know. So. I'm back. back. I fancy like a long, tasty one to get my to get my teeth into. That's the word I was looking <laughs> for there. Uh, so here we go. Are you ready, okay. Matt? I'm so ready. Let's go. You put your festive seatbelt on. Ready to go. Star Lord, Drax, Rocket, Mantis, and Groot engage in some spirited shenanigans. That's Wait, what? It. That's it, mate. That's it. We don't fuck about. We don't fuck about at Christmas. That's <laughs> that, is that is it. Yeah, I'm just going to name the characters. Best of shenanigans. Job done. Someone got fired, right? <laughs> Someone. Yeah, someone's not yet watched it. That's what's happened. Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> yeah. have still not got around to actually watching it. <laughs> oh my god, that is horrendously short. <laughs> no, no, we can't even talk about it. No, there's there's no, nothing to be thought about from that. Okay, great, great. Um, but let's go into the let's go into juicy tomato meter. Ooh. So knowing what you know about it, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what per, what percent do you reckon is on the tomato meter? So this is no. a professional review, this one. So the professional review is always quite harsh, I always think, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I think it's higher than this, but I think it's probably about 73. 73%, okay. So, I'm going to tell you, 89%. Holy moly. 89% on the tomato rate. And that's, that's based good. on 38 reviews. Um, so, 89%. So, what do you reckon the audience score is? Of It's got 500 plus ratings. What do you reckon it is? Maybe it's a little bit lower. So, 82. 84. Oh, okay. 89, 84. I think, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think they've got it fair. I mean, I would... I think... Yeah. I think that's fair, but we'll go into it and then we can we can detox it properly at the end. But uh, yeah, so yeah, tell us tell us more about your thoughts, then. Yeah, so in terms of like overall thoughts, I think it it does exactly what it needs to do in terms of being a holiday special. It is so it's not okay. So listener, dear listeners, it is not a um, you know kind of uh mcu not what am i trying to say it's not within the phases as such but it kind of is but it kind of isn't it is a marvel presentation okay and it has been packaged as such and currently with the you know we haven't had many marvel presentations but with the ones that we have had they are kind of self-contained stories that have our most beloved mcu characters or introducing new ones that are within the MCU, okay, and that and that can be either placed within any certain timelines that we are currently in or are going to be in. Um, and this one it is obviously this is placed after Guardians Two, after Endgame. I I I don't know whether this is placed prior to Love and Thunder or not. I get the sense that it's post Love and Thunder. Um, but like we get we get the story of Quill's kind of love for Christmas being completely squandered by um uh uh, uh oh god it's happened already <laughs> squatting about yondu yondu <laughs> who comes back who comes back to do it which yeah. is awesome um but yondu yeah kind of uh the the perception is that he ruins christmas for quill as a kid uh and uh the you know quill's friends the guardians decide at that moment, let's make a flipping brilliant celebration of Christmas with Quill. Let's surprise him. And his favourite thing is Kevin Bacon. We're going to go find Kevin Bacon. <laughs> We're going to kidnap Kevin Bacon and bring him to Quill as a Christmas present, which is what they do. Um, and that's it. <laughs> like yeah. In terms of a story, that yeah, yeah. is it. There's no kind of subplots. There's nothing. There's only there's one twist at the end and one kind of little thing that kind of I say little thing. It's quite big in terms of the future of the Guardians, but like mm. it's not the, the the main thread. No, it's but... it's, an, it's a reason why you know we're talking about Mantis becoming Quill's stepsister. Oh, massive, isn't it? But it, but it's forty minutes long, right? And this this yeah. is where people's expectation of what they were going to be given. It's a forty minute special. It's called a holiday special. It you know you've never seen a festive version of anything and gone fuck me that has got every you know that is that you know it's got everything I want it to be from a normal superhero film or a normal thing or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. It's the equivalent of kind of 
so in the UK we have comic relief and children in need, right? You wouldn't yeah. watch Children in Need and know that there's going to be a Doctor Who special and go fucking, this going to be awesome. You just know it's going to be ten minutes of the cheapest bit of writing ever, where they've just wrote something on the fly just to you know celebrate the event. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I think it's brilliant. I think James Gunn outdid himself. I, you know, I think. So the first thing we need to talk about is is the music in it. Oh, um, it's incredible. so good. We, you know, we so we, we actually spoke about Guardians on Lee's podcast this week. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, do go and listen to Lights Cameron's latest episode. We feature on and talk about our face wall wrap wrap face wall wrap 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 up. Right. Wrap up, <laughs> wrapping up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Christmas wrapping. Twister. Yeah, yeah, Christmas wrapping. <laughs> Christmas wrapping. Uh, we we about Black Panther and Guardians, didn't That's we? That's it. Yeah, yeah. So some of the stuff we covered in the Guardians bit, we might cover again. But yeah. the music is outstanding. It opens yeah. with um, uh, what well, I don't know what, what the title is. Christmas time is here or something. Yeah, yeah Christmas, I, think so. I think Christmas time is here. It's great. It's a banging tune. I've just and I made a question on Lee's podcast this week about what, who are they? Who is that band? Because they, they are, as so, you know, guys. I'm I'm in a covers band myself, right? So you know, jamjailband.com. Jam he's, right? he's never mentioned it before. Never yeah. mentioned it before. But um, <laughs> as a as a as a musician, as a as a musician, I'd say they're a pretty tight band. Right, uh-huh. um, they know how to play the notes on the guitar and such and such. They look like they're playing the notes properly, you know, on screen. Which is that, to be fair, something that irks me a lot when you see people on the screen playing musical instruments they don't know how to play, yeah, yeah, yeah. or even trying to give in an attempt. You know, it's not them playing. I'm like, oh, come on, really? Um, but like, they're a really tight band, so they are a real band. Okay. They are like called uh, the old, well, called Old 97s. They're a rock band from Dallas, Texas, and they were formed in 1992. Wow, well, we were. So they're a genuine thing. They're an actual oh, band. And they sounded great. So, And the song that they did at the beginning is a new song specifically made for uh, the holiday special. But the one that Kevin Bacon sings at the end is from a previous holiday special holiday album that they did wow. as a band in the in the past. That is it. That's amazing. That's great. Uh, they were. It was. It was incredible. It was just brilliant. Like what a way to start the episode. And like it's unashamedly festive. And yeah. it, like, that's what I loved about James Gunn is like he didn't try to go. Oh yeah, it's festive special. But actually, we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna feature it in nowhere, and it's just gonna stay there. Mm-hmm. And it, we're just going to keep it in the Guardians world, and that's it. Little glimpses of no, we're going straight in, straight into Christmas, straight in. Give give, give the context of why why um, we'd be talking about it, why Starla would be thinking about it. Um, what what did you think about the the animation, the 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 way they told Yondu's part of the story? Right? Yeah, so the beginning, yeah, so it starts as a kind of a festive animation, doesn't it? I feel yeah. I feel like it tried to sort of mimic. A bit of a Disney kind of old cartoon beginning bit, but I I didn't really like it. I, and it wasn't it wasn't the fact. Well, maybe a little bit the fact that it was an, an animation. I definitely would have preferred it to be live action. Mm. Just in that moment, just so we can get to see Yondu again. I think that would just be nice, and and to see a young Quill in person. But um, the animation just didn't look right. It was a bit jolty. 
Yeah, but I but one thing that I really loved about it was it jolty because it was traditional stop frame animation. I don't know. Was because, it? It kind of made me. It looked like it was a re because there's a whole thing, isn't there, where you can get animation, but it's not that it's still CGI'd and it's not ha it's not hand drawn animation in the same way, right? Um, where yeah, I I mean my terminology is all over the place at this point, but I know what I'm saying <laughs> is that it, there's that, and that's why the newer uses of animation aren't quite as like seen in the same regard as old school where they used yeah. to like at, they used to hand draw every little clip um so and then it moved in that way right um and and i feel like that's why it was juttery and and if they if they did and, and if they have done it the original way then massive kudos because actually time it takes to create like material like that is brilliant um, but if yeah, if it was done with modern practice, uh, which isn't drawn in, in quite the same way, yeah, um, then actually I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I, t- I just yeah, I, I don't it, really it understand it. Me. But it no. didn't bother me massively. I I was just I when I watched it, I was like, oh, it would just would have been nice to have a live action version, to mm. be honest, because I think I, it just would have served it a little bit better for us. I wonder whether it's to stop if they'd have done it in live action. They would have had to. Hmm. We know Yondu's dead, I suppose. I was about to say they would have had to explain that it was happening in the past, right? But then yeah. actually, they could have used the same. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. To... I, I, I'm going to. I'm going to cancel that thought out <laughs> in the middle of me saying it. <laughs> Are you, is that is that you cancelling a gripe? Cancelling it? Uh, no, because I don't think it's a gripe. I, I'm quite. I've really enjoyed the animation. So cool. I, I was I was actually all supportive of it. Um, yeah, mine's not. It's mine's not a gripe. It's just a preference, I think, for me. Yeah, yeah. I I think, and it started off amazingly, okay, yeah. and and I, I think, yeah. The first bit, we we don't stay on nowhere that that much, do we? At the beginning, we kind of no. go straight off to uh, Mantis and Drax, who in this episode. Both of their acting is just great. Like they well and truly like so sit in, the, in the characters for the whole episode, and they're just hilarious. Like well, that relationship is brilliant. It's so good. So uh, I just when we when we um when we went through Guardians two, um, we uh discussed about kind of the introduction of Mantis and kind of and and that scene uh, with Drax laughing at Mantis and just this kind of this kind of weird friendship that's sort of aligning. Mm. And I really loved that. And I loved it so much to the point that I was like, I just wish we had more of this. And here we had it. We got service from this. We got, we basically got a a Drax and a Mantis duo, like, like episode effectively. And where it was just so comedic and the stuff that they got (laughs) I mean the stuff that they got into the fact the fact that they you know broke into Kevin Bacon's house one of my favorite bits is that when when Drax like falls in love with this inflatable elf and then <laughs> Mantis like takes this uh, massive human size uh, sugar cane and thinks it's a human yeah, as yeah, well yeah. and like <laughs> and they just invest in it so much it's so good like it's it's br- brilliant and like they were, even when Drax starts killing like humans or whatever, and then she, and then um, 
Yeah, man, sis is like in that flipped up cop car, and she's like, "Yeah, but is this a uh, is this a human? <laughs> yeah, is this a human? It's just genius, no. like really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good, really good um, humor with them too. The the moments uh, when they went into the uh, gay bar and they ended up getting drunk was brilliant. I think the t- the shots, the the kind of sequence of them taking all the shots and stuff was brilliant. And going, and there was a guy that was like, hey, do you want to dance? And Drax like, I do not dance. Do, yeah. you, do you want a drink? Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's our Drax there. Uh, I, w- I was wondering whether he would end up dancing. Well, uh, yeah. And that's, in- I was wondering how far they were going to go. Because in fact, they, they made it obvious, like, quite clear it was a gay bar. Mm. And then, and then I was like, oh, okay. And then, I didn't know where they were going to go with that. Like, it yeah. could have gone because it could have gone in multiple different ways. It, you know, it, with Drax or with Mantis. Yeah. It, like yeah. they could have been quite. Um, and and I can imagine James Gunn being that type of person who would like go actually. Like, I'm going to go proper fucking left field, and you won't expect what's about to kick off here. Can you like. imagine like just sort of like Drax Mantis orgy just sort of like emerges <laughs> in the middle of that. <laughs> just genius. Yeah, I, mean, I bet you. Genius. I bet you. He he pitched that. He pitched that to Disney, and they were like, mm, yeah. "Yeah, very holiday esque, is it?" Well, we think you're going a bit far there, James. I got to be. I got to be honest. Our regular viewership won't, won't take too too kindly to this kind of behaviour, even though. It's- <laughs> 2022 there, James, all right? But we can't we can't accept that, thank you. You'll have to go to DC now, James, all right? You go to DC and look after them over there. <sighs> I just, it's just, I think, um, Mantis, like, character development, I think, in this holiday special was great to see. I, obviously, with the secret of being Ego's daughter as well, um, was something that was mentioned in the early parts of the episode and then kind of was there throughout and became a motive for her to cheer up Quill from a sister's point of view, which I thought was just lovely. Um, and just her temperament as a person comes out way more. Like she, you find her with a short fuse, like having to go at Drax quicker, having to go at Kevin Bacon. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> the moment when they... Um, uh, abduct Kevin Bacon and they talk to him and go, oh, yeah, so this time when you when you save people from dancing and you're like, no, 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 that's me playing a part. Oh, and this other time when you were like, no, that was me playing a part. Wait, are you, are you an actor? <laughs> oh, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, my God. Oh, God, no. Yeah, I think, do they say it's deranged or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> just drop. Just um, Dave Attester's like way of like doing pulling that Drax face is just fucking incredible. So like good. it's so good. That whole scene is just so funny because of the facial expressions that mm-hmm. Dave Baptista and um, so who he, who plays who is Mantis? Matt Pom th- Clemente. Pom. P- uh, Pom. That's it. Pom. Yeah. What did I just say? Plom. 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 Yeah, Pong. Pong. lovely, but yeah, great. <laughs> great. I'm glad we've established that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that. That was that was amazing, Kevin. But yeah, what do you think of Kevin Bacon in it? Uh, do you know what? I spent the whole uh, holiday special when he was on it going, "Is is he already in an MCU movie?" But maybe he isn't. Hmm. My my mind, like I, I spent the whole kind of episode thinking. Okay, he's definitely been in an MCU movie. He's definitely been in one, but I don't think he has. I think my brain 
has told myself because he's Kevin Bacon, he must have been because <laughs> everybody's yeah, yeah. been in the MCU at some point by now. But obviously, he is now. But so he has. Um, I've got an answer for you. Mm. So he has only played himself in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in the MCU. However, he has been in a film that you would have watched. Um, uh, he portrayed Sebastian Shaw in X Men: First Class. Ah, uh, yes. So maybe that's where you've there seen him you in go. a superhero. Yes, his superhero. Does, is that a superhero, Sebastian Shaw? No, I think it's if I can remember, he's some sort of authority figure, or some sort figure. Figure. Is there a figure? <laughs> Uh, but yes, that's that's where. But yeah, it was a, it was a weird one um, having him in it because I think originally I was like, oh god, I don't know if he's it's going to grind on me a bit. Like I don't know, I don't know why. I think it was just kind of having someone play themselves as difficult is all is really difficult, and it's always yep. difficult. It's always difficult to pitch right mm. because sometimes it can just seem like. I don't know, it's just creating comedy where there isn't comedy. Like, yeah. if you're playing yourself, you're playing yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, but actually, it was done in, incredibly... I thought they did it really well, actually. I, I thought I thought he did it so well to the point, and this is in, in compliment to him, not in disservice, that he didn't pull any focus mm. away from the main kind of story and the highlight of, of, of us just enjoying Drax and Mantis, having this kind of, like, you know, team-up movie. Um, and... He didn't over dramatize or, or, or go over the top of playing a heightened version of his of himself. He he was funny. Yeah. He was genuine, um, and yeah, I think it was great. I I, pro- I would have liked to have seen maybe just a little bit more of kind of hints to him in his life. Maybe just kind of like like EE adverts, like maybe in there. Oh yeah. Or, or like or him like doing the Footloose dance that he does famously in Footloose. Um, yeah. But maybe that was maybe that was too far. Maybe that is too far. Um, yeah, I, th- I think you you made a good point there. That actually, ja- I think James done a good job of writing him in where he, although he is central to the special, he's not central to the like. It is about the Guardians. It's yeah. just the Guardians have taken him and and put him into their world. So I think yeah, that was quite good actually. Yeah, maybe that yeah, maybe that's why it did work because they didn't overly focus on him on him being in it. No. Um, I'm just gonna pop this one out there. Did you recognise a very big Hollywood star? Yeah, who was in it for one second? Blink and you miss it. Is that a, a little a little Mark Hamill having a drinky poos? Yeah, little little Mister Skywalker little making Skywalker. an appearance. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was. I see you there. <laughs> see you there, Mark Hamill. I see you there. Um, yeah, couldn't believe that. That was very odd. How did that come about? Like what? <laughs> it was so random, but like you go, oh, that's that's definitely Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, definitely Mark Hamill, and it, and I don't know. Is it is it with Mark Hamill? It's quite often the like the 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 other way around than you think it is. So it'll be something like he wanted to be in, like he loves Guardians or he loves James Gunn's work, and he's actually asked to be part of it rather than James Gunn going, "Look, mate, could you be?" I don't know. The fact that he's only in it for two seconds makes no, me think yeah. that it's his. He want he wanted to just feature, 
Uh, and James is like, yeah, all right, we'll do well, that. Well, he's, you know, as much as he is Luke Skywalker and a Disney guy, he is also the Joker. He is also a DC entity and a much Ooh. beloved DC entity. And obviously now James Gunn is effectively K-Dog in the DC world. Ah, you're linking it back to the DC. Maybe, maybe there's some sort of like little link in there. But also, you know, you know, Kevin Bacon does outright talk about the fact of of, of Batman. You know, goes, I'm Batman, doesn't he? And yeah, yeah, references yeah. Batman. And there we go. That makes that canon in a way. Like that brings in DC and Marvel. I think it's going to happen. When he said, when Kevin Bacon said that Batman, when he literally said that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, and we spoke about it in Deadpool because of Deadpool talks about it, mm. but that's not when Disney owned Deadpool. So this is before any of that. So Ryan Reynolds got away with that. Yeah, but yeah. this is in the MCU. That line has been approved by K Dog. That line has been approved by DC. Mm. Are, I mean, are we gonna see a DC MCU collab? In the next 10 years mm. who okay question right now off 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 the tangent but worth worth bringing up yeah, yeah. who would be your favorite marvel and dc characters oh in God. one film if you could take one dc character one mcu character and put them in the same movie who would it be oh my god <laughs> That is so genuinely that that's such a big question. Oh God, mate, I don't know. I mean, I would. <sighs> it can only be one on each side, mate. Can it just any anyone anyone isn't turned any, past and present? No one. Yeah, taking yeah, away any, people anyone. are you know certain characters dead. in the yeah. MCU are dead. I would. Oh my God, I would. I would love to see Iron Man and Batman, Tony Stark. And Bruce Wayne, oh. two billionaires, entrepreneurs, use their, they're just two guys using tech to be superheroes to just absolutely duke it out and just kick the crap into each other. That, I mean, let's be honest. That would be Battle funny. of the billionaires, you know what I mean? Like, it would just be so cool. Oh my God, that would be, that would be genius. Oh. I'd be on board for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank, you. thank you very much. Yes, please. <sighs> but like, I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like, you know, as as a, as a very subtle line that was, that was a very clear reference. Mm. We are, we are acknowledging it now. Yeah. We are at a point where we are acknowledging that there are other superheroes from a different comic and a different universe, but we are in, in the multiverse now. Mm. We have opened yeah. it up. So what so there is no, you know, limits. Theoretically, no limits. It could go into any kind of crossover. You know, yeah. there was even a moment where Drax had an ag argument with a transformer. What in this? Yeah. You know, when they when they see all the little characters, the the Hollywood characters, and they see uh, Captain Marvel, they see Captain America, Mantis jumps at Captain America and goes, Steve and jumps at him. And then you then and Drax goes, You killed my cousin to to the bot. And I'm like, that's a Transformer, isn't it? Surely so they're now we're acknowledging there's Transformers and also Jack Sparrow's in it as well. Are we acknowledging Jack Sparrow now? 
Jesus like, it's all it's all opening we're, up, mate. It's all you know. We're just opening up the whole fucking shebang, mate. That'd be that'd be. I mean, that'd be incredible. As much as as much as we've been going, yeah, it's it's such a light, really easy watch. <laughs> Nothing really to worry about. We are really digging deep into this. You know that that particular <laughs> moment. As, you know, James Gunn has pretty much confirmed there's going to be a DC MCU crossover. Yeah. Wow. Well, what about you know you got you've got Flash and Flashpoint as well? Is he gonna fucking accidentally come into the MCU, mm. you know, and meet Peter Parker? I don't know. Uh, I think ultimately this is going to lead, you know. Um, uh, well, it can't now, can it? I've just realised very sadly. But the best, the thing that we've all been waiting for, right, would have been a, do- <laughs> a Doctor Strange and uh, Professor Snape. Right. <laughs> what? That's, that's obviously you know that's the that's the broader get everything involved. <laughs> fuck all of the law of anything. Just combine yeah, magic versus magic, mate. That's that's what we really want. I'd so, I'd go I'd go for a Doctor Strange and Sherlock. Doctor Be- and Benedict Sherlock. Be- Benedict on Benedict. <laughs> Benedict on Benedict. Fucking hell! Oh my god! I well, at least if you had Ho- Holmes. As uh, Martin Freeman, yeah, he, Holmes might if Martin Freeman might be able to actually make the yeah, other Martin Freeman more interested. Do you know this is completely unrelated? And we're going off on a tangent here, but I I I love Sherlock so much. I love Benedict Sherlock and what it's done for BBC and in terms of just playing bloody good drama. Mm. Speaking of which, in terms of villains. Andrew Scott's Moriarty. Oh my! It's unquestionably perfect. That is outrageously <laughs> it's, good. It's peak villainy. He he immortalizes that oh. performance for me as Moriarty, and I would flip in love to one day see Andrew Scott in the MCU as a villain. Do you know what a film with? Moriarty and Loki would be the most mischievous mental film ever. Imagine, like, imagine, like, uh, if Andrew, do you think Andrew Scott would be a good uh, Doctor Doom? Mm. Yeah. Is he too? Is he too slight? I don't. It doesn't really matter, does it? Probably, but definitely is too slight. But hmm, um, yeah, who could he? Who, who could, he could he be? be? Who could he be? Okay, dear listener, dear listener, listen up, dear listener. Okay, if, you, if you're thinking about this and and agreeing with us in terms of Andrew Scott just being just a generally great guy, um, where would you place him in the MCU? What character it doesn't have to be a villain; it could be a hero. But where would you place him and put him in a cast for the MCU going forward? Let us know. Do you know? I think he could have. He can do a good, a good American accent, can't he? Oh yeah, yeah. I think he would have been. He would have made Justin Hammer more interesting. Because could yeah. you imagine him against Robert Downey Jr.? I think yes. actually that pairing would have been sick. That's a really good idea. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, K Dog. You that would have made Justin Hammer. Him having the science, like, oh yeah. That would have been great. (laughs) 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. God damn it. Anyway, going back to Guardians, yes. James Gunn has opened it up and uh you know we never know we'll see we'll see what happens but any any other favorite moments for you Forrest my uh, friend it's good. I I still think jacked up Groot is one of my favorite <laughs> things about this just jacked, jacked up, up older Groot. teenage Groot is just just bulky as fuck man I'm like what is this and his little um I just love when he pulls his that his little face when he looks at Star Lord and then and then runs away to just to get Star Lord <laughs> yes. to come out and he's literally like oh god Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's this there's this real um innocence quality you know, innocent quality and playfulness that he's you know, Groot still got from growing as baby Groot mm. and but there's there's also this teenager kind of young adult adolescent coming in and you know, we've got kind of moody Groot um towards the end of Guardians too. Like there is there is this kind of new birth with, with Groot. The funny thing is as well, is I've I read an article this Groot isn't the same Groot. I've never, like, I maybe you already know this for us, but, like, mm. the Groot we saw in the first one is the father to the Groot that we yes. have now. I read this, and I totally didn't get that either. No. <laughs> because it, it, the, the way they represented it in the first film was that it's a continuation of, right? I it thought was just, that was the case. He's just gone back and then written, but no. Yeah, he's the no, son so of. It's, so it's technically a different Groot. So... We are maybe we are just going to continue to have even when he gets into adulthood and mm. will like fully grown grew, he will be a fun, playful, more joyful, uh, you know, jovial uh, Groot than the other one. The other one was quite serious, quite stoic, very protective. Mm. Um, but so we've got different qualities, and probably hence why we've got a different physique of our group now as well. Like yeah, yeah. it's a lot more bulkier, like you said, a lot more wider. It's a lot more to it. Um, it will probably. I don't think he will. He won't be as tall mm. as the first group, um, but it'll be kind of more Hulk-like in a way, which might be quite cool. Hulk group. Hulk group. Oh yeah. I love that. I love that. Trips off but the tongue. I, I love. I love Groot's performance. Like acting, just loving the bands, just jumping around, clapping. Brilliant. Dude, that whole. The whole lot. I think the last scene where uh, Kevin Bacon's in the um, fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then and literally like Star Lord's doing his nothing. Like, what the fuck have you just? Like, it's just, that whole scene's brilliant. Nebula's brilliant, brilliantly funny in this. Oh my god, Nebula! <laughs> did you not? Did you catch? Did you catch Nebula's dance at the end? No. She her, her she just ends up doing a little bit of a dance, and that 
was the height that what that gave me life. Just seeing her do just kind of really rigid dancing. Oh my god! You know, Nebula's lighting up. Nebula's got a heart. She's like the Tin Man. <laughs> just like the Tin. Just like the Tin just Man. Just like the Tin yeah, Man. Yeah, is, yeah. She didn't have a heart, and now she's got a heart. Yeah. And she gave Bucky's arm to Rocket because she has a heart. Oh. She got a balls, I think. I don't know if it's the fact she didn't have a heart. She was just surrounded by the wrong people. <laughs> yeah. Because she was only a, a she was only an ass because of the people she was with, because she just like yeah she changed quite. I don't think she actually does have a heart. To be fair, ne- well yeah she's all machine. Interested, I'm interested in what Nebula's story is going to be in the third film. I think yeah I think we might get I think we generally speaking we're going to get more layers from the other characters mm. like Nebula. Obviously we're going to get more Rocket. We've got more from Mantis in this one, so that's kind of done and dusted. Mm. I think we'll probably get a little bit more from Drax um, and Nebula as well. I think you're right, mate. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, and so what? Yeah, what do we think about the the half sister sitch? Yeah. So the so, so yeah, the big reveal at the end was utterly heartwarming. Like it was just mm. so lovely. Like I thought. Um, at the end when she says i'm your i'm your stepsister and he and there's this kind of like long pause i thought he was gonna react very differently and be like no you're not mm. or, or or crack a joke but like you could see in that moment that the line delivery of that is the best thing that anybody could say to me at christmas like that is you know i got i felt it it was great I think, that, yeah, I don't know. I think I viewed it a little bit differently. I was a little bit like, um, a li- I was a little bit like, yeah, he's it's, it's taking it too easily. I think I th- you're running into a theory. Go go further into this about Quill. Talk to me more about Quill and your thoughts on Quill. Because I think you're running into a potential theory for the third one. That what, what he's take uh, for me he just took the took it too quickly took assumed too-, too quickly that he that she's telling the truth right yeah and then but like again talk to me about his because we obviously we spoke about this like you know earlier this week but like you mentioned about Quill's performance ah yes generally yeah I see what you're, te- you're teasing me at. yeah uh, so is that yeah so I felt um yeah because it was looking at chris pratt's performance of it wasn't it as mm-hmm. well so i f- i felt that the, this whole holiday special chris pratt they displayed a very different star lord so like the hair is like quite he, he looks quite unkempt they um chris pratt seemed quite down from the beginning of the episode as well um and it, it, I don't know, it, his whole aura felt very, very different to me. Um, and, I, yeah. I I had little time to think about that. Ooh. And I've... <laughs> I, I wondered why you were, di- you were digging it. I was digging because I was like, I really want to talk about this. That. Right there, you've got a theory brewing into my new beard that I'm growing. What's your little theory there, Matthew? Um, so basically, yeah, you were talking about Chris Pratt's performance at Hascoin. You're saying like something felt off, like yeah, that, yeah. That he didn't feel like he was currently in it. And then I ended up talking about the fact that, well, obviously, he still, he's lost Gamora, he's lost the love of his life. He's lost all purpose on what he is and what he is doing. He's getting no joy in 
being Star Lord right now, okay, and he's still trying to find himself, and that's where he will be in Guardian, beginning Guardians three, and we're gonna have a lot more kind of like him finding a variant of Gamora and having to go through that. Now, obviously, the variant of Gamora that we'll end up meeting, it will be still Thanos's kind of right hand woman, effectively. She will be a trained killer. She will be out there for vengeance. She'll be out there for blood. I think what we are going to see, potentially, this is my theory, in Guardians 3, is Quill willing to do absolutely anything to get Gamora back. Mm. Even if that means killing his own Guardian. I've got a feeling, mm. potentially, because we're getting, we're getting Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock's going to be in it. Mm. And he's not necessarily he's not he's not an evil character. Um, he's perceived, you know, as something dangerous. But I think we're gonna have Adam Warlock unleashed because Quill's gonna lose his shit and team up with an evil Gamora, mm. and it, they'll end up taking out a Guardian, and we'll see the clock. The, the I just I think you were touching on something where I feel like what we saw in the holiday special is this kind of dark space that Quill's in. I see. And I don't think Quill's going to get out of this dark space until he finds Gamora. But mm. the Gamora we'll meet won't be the Gamora he fell in love with. So he's going to have massive conflicts here. Mm. So it will be genuinely interesting to see how this plays out, but I just got a sense that he's going to turn a little bit evil or do something he's going to regret in the third one. Mm. Interesting. This is my theory. Interessant. Interessant. What do you think? Um, yeah. I, uh, two things are running through my head. One is the um, is the emphasis on Rocket. Yep. So we we already know that it's a flashback for Rocket. Um, yeah, it is Rocket, isn't it? Yeah, not great. Yeah. yeah, it's Rocket. Flashback for Rocket. Um, so we know that there's some kind of element there, which could tie in quite nicely. Yep. Um, although the fact that, you know, they literally, him and Groot only pair up with Star-Lord in Guardians 1, right? They don't even know about the guy before that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, and then, but also it's the, Star-Lord wasn't displaying this in Thor. No. But so, I, I, I wonder whether that's a misdirection. But, I, we, but, but again, I don't, we don't know how long has passed since mm. Love and Thunder and the Holiday Special, if that's within that placement in the phase and, and canon of the MCU. Yes. Yeah, that is that is true. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm intrigued. I can't dispute to you that there's there's not something off. There was something off with Quill's yeah. performance, and whether that's just him, you know, Chris Pratt playing, being told like you're in this depression, you're in the dark, you're in dark times, to alert, and he really lent into that. Yeah. But I just don't know. I just get I get the sense something's gonna something's gonna go wrong. Like he's gonna fuck up, and then Adam Warlock's gonna come in, and then there'll be this kind of like massive fight between Adam Warlock and and Star Lord. And you're going to be like, I'm, I'm kind of signing, having to side with Adam Warlock. Mm. Or, you know, there, there, there'll be something like that happening, I have a feeling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 
Yeah. Do you think they they would go down the Gamora? Mm. Would there be so much of an emphasis on Gamora in the third film? She had such a big narrative in Infinity War. I know. I know. She yeah. Had such yeah. a such a big focus already, and we've all and we had a such a big focus on Nebula. We had mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and it and it. I don't know. I feel like it kind of died with Thanos. Do you know what I mean? Like that. That saga is done now. Um, but yeah, it's, I, it's I'm interesting. It's I mean, interesting, isn't it? It's, it's very interesting. I think interesting. where Guardians Three is going is very interesting. Cause yeah. I don't think any anyone can really guess what what the true focus is going to be. Um, I tell you what. I tell you what, dear listener. If you're if you're listening to that and you've got some thoughts on that in particular. Do give us an email on don't be here at podcast at gmail.com on what your thoughts might be on theories of what's going to happen in Guardians 3. And we've got a highlights episode coming up just towards the end of the year as well. That maybe if you've sent an email, we'll read those theories out as well. And any emails that have been uh, accumulating throughout the last few weeks as well. Because what was it in thought? What was it in Thor that the Guardians were up to? Because they were up, they were up to something. Were... I think wasn't... I think what we what we missed at that point because they have um they've uh bought nowhere haven't they from the collector yeah i think between that time and there is probably them talking to the collector and buying nowhere i have a feeling i don't know maybe maybe not oh no no sorry i mean it no no in thor what were they what were they do they were doing something weren't they which is why they they left thor because they oh, were yeah. f- they were finding like they were getting alerts to like traces of something. There was a spe- they had a specific storyline that they that Rocket was like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go off and do do that. What the fuck? I'm gonna have to watch that now. Oh, um, although I'm reading Thor: Love and Thunder originally had more Guardians. Apparently, it was more Guardian scenes. Um, which probably would have made that a film. Oh, well, that were cut substantially better. Yeah, with low, yeah more scenes that were cut. Oh, really? Um, expectation Um, yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I can't remember what the reason they were. They were finding traces of something. They were they were tracking something, and that's what led people after Thor in going. Oh, okay, that's what the third film's going to focus on. Mm. Um, but I, I, I can't even remember it. But the next time anyway, we talk anyway, about we'll, this, we'll, I'll, f- I'll find it. I'll we'll find it. it. We'll find time. it. Um, but yeah, in terms of characters and sort of like secondary characters, we haven't mentioned Cosmo. Cosmo, the dog. Yeah, Cosmo. Russian fantastic. experiment. I think fantastic. we'll probably get more uh, from from that character from Rocket as well. Kind of, they're both experiments, aren't they? So they've both been used. Um, for kind of the same means in a way, um, mm. and but being treated differently maybe. Um, so I think we'll probably get a little bit more there. I think it's quite a nice little relationship. I think you know Rocket's found a pal in, in Cosmo, maybe. Mm. Will there be some jealousy there from Groot? Oh, maybe. Oh, that'd be quite funny actually. I think, yeah, maybe Groot gets a little bit a little bit jealous that we're left out. Yeah, It'd yeah. Be quite funny, like uh, yeah, that might that'd be interesting. Interesting little move. And, like, and then maybe that's what feeds into Rocket's uh, backstory. Is yeah. like groups, groups like remember, you know, remember when we used to, 
and you're going to get like Mini Groot and Mini Rocket. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> be so Just cute. running through the running through the grass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was so That'd good. Be sick. Uh, yeah. So I think I think you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we've we've kind of I feel like we've kind of spoken about it all really. Do you have, do you have a favourite favourite secondary character? Uh, favourite secondary character, probably. Oh, um, I th- I think for me, do you know what? I I actually genuinely enjoyed Nebula. Nebula in this so much, and she's in it like for what three minutes max. Not much time, but it's great. I thought her little gl- her little bits were brilliant. Um, really funny, um, and I, I, yeah, I quite like how they're they're using her character within this work like universe, um, because the actress Car- is it Karen Gillan? Yeah, Karen Gillan. Karen yeah, Gillen. yeah, a fantastic actress. Like yeah. really, like absolutely outstanding actress. So I do. I think for me, I would rather have more Nebula and less Gamora in the next film. And yeah. that's probably quite controversial. I know a lot of people like Gamora, but actually Nebula I found to be far more interesting. Um, so I'd really like to see kind of Nebula bought in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think then she's gone the full cycle, hasn't she? She's yeah. gone from absolute like, you know, oh God, she's against everything um, to, to to standing up um, and yeah, fighting for Star-Lord would be something else. I think that'd be great. Do you, uh, going off on a, again, slight tangent, but do you think we'll see Thanos in Guardians Three? Can we see Thanos? <clears throat> oh, if they're going back, in, are they going to go back in time? Are they going to be going through different variants and whatnot? I don't know. Yeah. Um, different timelines. I, th- I think if we see Thanos, I'd like to see Thanos in a different. Um, with do different superheroes. Could you so, see Ka- could you see like imagine like we got like an Ant Man, Kang, like yeah. turning up in a different variant world and then just like Thanos Thanos turns up and he just absolutely obliterates Thanos. Yeah. I like, I can de- I can definitely imagine Thanos being an Ant Man. That yeah. way. and to be honest, I imagine that more because um, Marvel can use that as a coup to get people like because people will be fucking oh my God. like screaming about that. It's because yeah. they know Ant Man's going to be like, oh, they're not. I'll, I'll I'll be interested to know how Marvel think how successful Marvel think Ant Man's going to be because let's be honest, it's hardly got a good track track history. I know uh, track record. So if anything, they're probably going to shoehorn someone like Thanos into it as a surprise because it will get people going, oh I'm yeah, bit, I watch it. I mean, we mentioned it very quickly in Lee's podcast as well, but like, I'm a bit wary about this movie coming out. Mm. Quantum Mania, I'm a little bit wary just for various reasons about special effects as well. The visual effects of the trailers don't look amazing. But yeah, I, I think you're right, mate. It doesn't have the best track record as the movies, but Marvel have really invested in this you know yeah yeah they've gone to town and then for it to open up the next phase they've got a so yeah it wouldn't be yeah thanos i can i think thanos will show up somewhere somehow um just because of um 
yeah, what what a fucking you know character. Mm. Um, but I I I would least expect it to to for him to rock up in Guardians, just because I think that's the that's the most predictable route, and therefore not the yeah. most likely Marvel route. I would have yeah, said, yeah. but I'll probably be completely fucking wrong, and it'll be in half an hour of the third film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how they get Gamora that's back, exactly and yeah, I'm not yeah. brilliant. Classic. <laughs> it'll be Gamora and Thanos, the adventures of, <laughs> wouldn't it? That would be the whole third Guardian. So you see Rocket's flashback, Thanos Gamora, end of film. <laughs> oh my god, you'll be more upset than coming out of the Eternals, mate. That's what oh, happened. Mate, I'll be I'll be like, what what have you done to my Guardian? If the next Guardians film is shit, then Marvel really have fucked have fucked it. Talking about the holiday special, there was a nod to the Guardians as well, wasn't there? In 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 this. In the there was a little um pan down from the top of a cinema which had a poster for the i can't even remember the character's name but the, the film guy the bollywood film guy uh in a movie and you it mean, panned straight down you mean eternals eternal yes yeah you said there was a guardians reference in Star sorry Wars, there was a eternals reference in guardians yeah i should hope there was a guardians uh, <laughs> you would hope wouldn't you oh yeah i didn't see the bollywood uh no yeah uh, but also hilarious that Marvel have highlighted the only interesting thing about the Eternals film. I mean, that literally was the only interesting thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so all all in all, so what you know, what how much bag of crisps would you give oh, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special? Goodness, um, I think it played really well. I think it is a brilliant Christmas movie uh, special, whatever it is, presentation. Um, I think it stands alone as a really fun thing to watch every year. That is definitely going in my collection of Christmas things to watch every year from now on. Um, and just, yes, just for the music alone. Just for the music alone. I'm going to. I'm going to give it. Oof. You know, you know when you get Doritos. Oh yeah. Right, you get a bag of like Doritos. Okay, oh, yeah. like you, you're always holding a bag of Doritos, and you know there's a good amount of Doritos in there. And they never kind of like, I mean, sometimes they do, but like, there's never too much air at the top. A little bit of air, yeah, yeah, not yeah. too much air. So I'm going to say like a, it's like a, like a good sharing bag of Doritos. So I'm going to say about three quarters, about 84%. <laughs> 84%? Love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go straight in a 90, mate. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to, I think this was, I think I'm being harsh. Fest. Yeah. I think it was joyful. Uh, I would have, um, what would I have done? I, I think to make it hundred percent, I would have made it an hour. I think they could have bought they could have bought in another twenty minutes. I would have had more at the beginning of the film, set in nowhere. Yeah. Um, and I probably would have tidied up the uh, t- uh timeline, so I would have clarified whether this is after Thor or where you know where it actually where it features. Yeah. Um, and therefore, I would have make clarified star lord's position a bit more yep just because that was a little bit of a hang on a minute are we like is star lord depressed because it's christmas time on earth and it mm-hmm. because that's the other thing that's why i think partly why i don't think it's going to feed into guardians 3 i think a lot of it was just within the motion of this like Yes, Christmas time on Earth. He's disappointed because he knows he's not going to get it and uh, because the last scene is well happy you yeah. know, he really is, uh, really is happy. So, um, but yeah, and it, but yeah, that, so I think yeah, 90%, but I think for me, 
20 minutes more. I will, it doesn't need to be a full-length film, and it certainly doesn't need to be a series. Nope. Special, could have been a special, but I would have made it an hour long. Nice. Good. I like that. Lovely final critique there. I think, yeah, it's it's a good one. It's a good one, and I'm really glad we got to review it. Oh. I, think, I feel like this has kicked off the festivities for the old pod brilliantly. And brilliantly. It, uh... And and on that, what, where where are we headed? Matt? Oh, where's, where's the next few weeks taking us? I am so, I'm genuinely so excited. Yes. Okay, okay, dear listener. All right, we've got some plans for you and your delightful ears. Okay, so what we're going to do is that we are going to uh, have the next two weeks as our continuation of these wildcard movies for the Christmas period. Uh, we're going to do our uh, Christmas cracker movie okay effectively we are going to bring out the old festive christmas roulette again okay for our wild cards from last time we've dusted we've dusted it off put a couple of jingle bell jingle wheels on it yes we have yes we have festive um shit on it i don't know well not words tinsel tinsel that's what we're putting festive shit not actual like what is a festive shit what's in it Turb with glitter on it, mate. Oh, fair. That's, that's nice. That's what right. that is. Um, anyway, but we've got we've basically punted in twelve Christmas movies. Okay, twelve days of Christmas, twelve Christmas movies. Wonderful. So that's in our roulette wheel. Forrest, shall I tell you what movies are on this list? Oh, please do. Okay, Dake. So we have got Elf, the movie. Classic. Brilliant classic one of my faves we have got christmas chronicles which features none other than ego himself as santa claus which is on netflix we've got i quite like i'm quite into this one we've got spider-man into the spider-verse which is a christmas movie but it's the animation version of actually it's an oscar winning spider-man movie and and the only one currently we've got that We've got uh, Jingle All The Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger with Classic. Turbo Man. I remember that movie coming out and I was obsessed with it as a kid. Uh, one of my favourite Christmas movies, we've got Arthur Christmas. We've got the classic Grinch with, Grinch with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. uh, we've got a little Christmas romantic movie, none other than Love Actually. Oh, love is in the air. <laughs> we've got Miracle on 34th Street. Ooh. We have got Bad Santa. We have got the classic, absolute classic, Home Alone. Um, we've got another Christmas romantic movie with none other than da- Daenerys, Amelia Clark in Last Christmas. Oh. Um, and to top it off, our 12th pick, we have gone for The Nativity. Sparkle and shine. With MCU's only Martin Freeman. Indeed so, indeed. Magic. So are we going to pick the two tonight? Is that what's happening? Shall we just shall we pick the two tonight? Let's pick, let's get the two tonight. Let's give it an order, and we know what the next two weeks in store for. Oh, delightful! Are you ready for this? So, do I, you, I don't. Wait. Do you remember last time when I did this and yeah. I clicked it and it just reset itself? I'm really, I'm really oh, worried this is going to happen. Have you but, have you saved the films? I I have, mate. I have, I have. All right, I'm going to click to spin. Here we go. I'm going to ring my jingles. We have our first movie. Here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready? It is none other than Nativity. Yeah. 
Yes, come on. <laughs> I am pumped for that. It was I was so close to like falling onto last Christmas. Like oh. it was so close. <laughs> right, should we go for number two? Let's go for number two. Oh my god, this is great. There we go. Oh Nativity, what a film. Here we go, we're going, we're spinning, we're spinning, it's slowing down, it's slowing down again, it's so nice and slow. <gasps> Oh, He's mate, excited. I'm fucking back. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is great. He's excited. I'm genuinely happy with this one. It is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wow, bish bash. But I feel like I've never seen it. So oh, this is going to be... Honestly. Can't wait. So that is oh, it's a cracking movie. Oh, we've got two bangers there. So we've got Spider-Man, World of Spider-Man, and the World of Nativity. Oh, Ooh. okay. Which one, do we do? Which one should we do first? Shall we do Spider-Man? And then do Nativity because it feels Nativity is a little bit more Christmassy. Yeah. A little bit more Christmassy. A little, a little bit, bit. Christmas Day. Exactly. I love it. You know, we've still got a superhero-ness as well, I suppose, within, you know, Spider-Man. So I think, yeah, let's do that. Let's do Spider-Man next week. Cool. And we'll do Nativity the following week. And that is going to be delightful. But not to forget as well. After that, we've mm. done our Christmas Cracker episodes, my friends. Dear listener, we've also got our Christmas special Coming out on the 25th of December, none other than Christmas Day. Oh, believe okay. it or not. Um, we are going to do a very, very special uh, podcast for you where Forrest and I are going to drink. We're going to be merry. We're going to play some games. We're going to talk about, as well, we've got to talk about a movie, haven't we, mate? Oh, yeah, we do. So what, that's what movie we're going to talk about on Christmas Day? When we're pissed. It's got to be <laughs> Le Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, it's the Muppets Christmas Carol. And... <laughs> I had no idea what you said then. I went, what? what? Le Muppet? Uh, yeah, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, I can't wait. I can't we wait. Um, we're gonna, yeah, drinking, chatting, having yep. fun. It'll be Christmas Day. Yeah. It'll be magical. I can't it's going to be brilliant. I can't wait to see one listener. I'll, I'll, Bob from Belgium. Who I haven't talked about for a long time. You haven't. Yeah. He's gonna tune. He's gonna be the only one to tune in on Christmas Day. Oh, but, but like, uh, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have a brilliant time. And also after that, we are also gonna have a lovely New Year episode as well on the twenty eighth, uh, which will be our last upload of the year. And we're just gonna recap everything of you know. This is our first year in our podcast. You know, we haven't officially got to a year yet. You know, but we're still. In our infancy, we're just going to recap on 2022, give you our favourite highlights from our podcasts over the year. And, you know, hopefully we'll hear from you as well, dear listeners. Do give us, like, you know, an email. Drop us an email. Don't be a hero. Podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. It's been a long time since I've read that Yes. <laughs> I was I was not confident about what that no, was. You weren't. You weren't at all. That was so it's don't be a hero podcast at gmail.com. There, there you go. There you go. Or what's our Instagram, Matt? Uh don't be a hero podcast. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't yes. know. <laughs> You've uh, done that to me before. You've stitched me right up there. It is Don't Be A Hero podcast. Oh, is it? I got it right. It is. Well, remember. It's the, it's, the, it's the Twitter that's the funny one. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah the Twitter's like DB. Oh, DBAH. Podcast. Podcast. There you go. So, yeah. All that's of our social media. Clear, our concise information for you there, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, if anything was going to get us engagement... That will get us in. That will it. That'll be oh, it. That'll, that'll, be the, be that'll it. be the love. That'll be the drop. <laughs> um, but it has been a joy, as always, Matt. Oh, 
It's great. I mean, you know, make sure you go and check out as well. Uh, not only this podcast you're listening to right now, but go if you haven't listened to it, go see Lee. Go check out Lights Camera Rant. Check out this week's episode where we talk about Black Panther Guardians Holiday Special. And top of this, and as well a wrap up on Phase Four. Okay, do make sure you go over there and have a little look. Send some love. Share the love. All right, because it's the tis the season to share it, isn't it? <laughs> tis indeed. Tis indeed. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, okay. feel like, I feel like that's where I need to leave it. Is, I is think so. Matt, Matt's warm words about love and Christmas. Oh, um, Matt, have you got any? Have you got any very last words? Wise words. Let's have some wise Matt words to to leave us on <laughs> this week. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, I can't remember the lyrics. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be a Hero podcast. If you have any comments, feedback, or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.